I'm Michelle, certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. And I'm Marissa, and I'm a certified nutrition coach and group fitness instructor. And this is the Strong and Simple Podcast. We're tackling the latest fads, trends, and hot topics in the nutrition, wellness, and fitness industries using science and conversation to bust myths and give you the information you need to navigate the bullshit. Tune in for your twice a week truth bombs every Tuesday and Friday. We, Michelle Farrell and Marissa Zabo of the Strong and Simple Podcast, reside on Pawtucket land. We acknowledge the land and the Pawtucket people, as well as the land and the people of the many Native nations of whom the land belongs. To respect and honor them and their land, as well as to be mindful of the harm colonialism has and continues to do on the Indigenous people of the United States and the world. This land acknowledgement is our commitment to support Indigenous peoples and their voices in the struggle against systemic oppression and for human rights, as well as to push against the canceling and erasure of their history, their stories, their culture, and their present. We encourage you to visit native-land.ca to discover whose land you are residing on, as well as ways to support Indigenous folks. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Farrell of the Strong and Simple Podcast, and today I want to talk to you about the idea of muscle confusion and what you more likely need than confusing your muscles in order to reap the benefits of a strength training program. Now, muscle confusion is a term that came to rise over the past 15 years or so. It really came, became very popular with the rise of P90X. Um, and the idea is that you need to be constantly switching up your workouts, um, doing new things so that your body is always surprised by what you're doing so that it doesn't have a chance to adapt to those exercises. Now, in truth, our body is always trying to keep us safe. So it is always going to adapt to what we are doing. So when we are putting stress or strain on our body, like we do through strength training, for instance, um, our body, our muscles, our joints, our bones are adapting. They're becoming stronger. And this is what we want. This is what we want. So we know that as our bodies adapt, we do need to add new resistance, new variables, so that we can continue to progress. So this is true. However, there are many ways that we can change up or add progressively overloading, progressive overload, our muscles, our joints, our bones, and strength training. And through variables such as increasing the weight that we are lifting, increasing the number of reps that we are doing, increasing the number of sets in total that we are doing, um, changing up the tempo of the exercise. So eccentric movements are, can be very helpful for changing the input um, during a workout. Um, and we're able to do this in such a way where we don't need to be using five different resistance bands while standing on a BOSU ball, 
while holding one dumbbell overhead and trying to swing a kettlebell, okay? And <laughs> we see this a lot in um, on the Instagram, on YouTube. We see this like entertainment, um, fancification of exercises um, in very popular home fitness DVDs. Actually, I think that these DVDs are probably not even DVDs anymore. I think they're probably just streaming service, kind of like Netflix, right? I actually think particular company I'm thinking of calls themselves the Netflix of fitness, uh, but I digress. And we see all of these like really outlandish exercises that are being performed that are just not, in my professional opinion, necessary, and oftentimes not even really safe, um, which is one of the reasons many people tend to get injured when trying to follow these workouts or even trying to do one of the popular fitness trends or a workout or something that they find on Instagram. So when we're thinking about the rise of muscle confusion and that terminology and why it was marketed, if we think about how the fitness industry markets fitness to people, in particular to women, it's most often to burn maximum amounts of calories so that we can lose maximum amounts of weight um, and not get bored. Cause you know, especially women, we are very fickle and um, have a short attention span. So we clearly need a brand new workout every single time we work out. And the science just actually doesn't say that. Okay, so without getting into a lot of nitty gritty sciencey stuff here, um, we know that practicing movement patterns that relate to our everyday lives are going to lead us to moving through the world as mobily, 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 um, and independently as possible for as long as possible. And these, I call them the big six movements. I think other people call it that too. I definitely did not coin the term big six movements. Um, <clears throat> we got squats, we got lunges, we got hinges, we got pushing, we got pushing and we got carries. And when I program for my one-to-one -one clients and when I am programming for straight up strong group programming, I am incorporating those big six movement patterns into the program so that folks are able to practice those movement patterns and see and feel the carryover into real life. And we are able to challenge our muscles and progressively overload ourselves so that we continue to make progress not by juggling basketballs over our head while tight roping on a barbell while also doing cartwheels. I don't know. Like some of these videos are just really bananas with um, the acrobatic stuff that people are doing and saying it's like necessary and it's just not. Um, but I digress. So the ways that we can 
by practicing those big six movements, we are able to continuously get stronger and challenge our bodies and always kind of be one up on adaptation and constantly adapting with our bodies um, by adding the weight, by adding the reps, by adding, changing the tempo, okay? Um, and sometimes it might be boring. It may, we've been taught through the marketing of the fitness industry that we should be always entertained when we're working out, when we are training. And sometimes just slowing down and practicing those fundamentals, it may not be the most exciting thing in the world, but it's most likely the most beneficial thing that you are doing. By practicing your hinge, by practicing your squat, by practicing your overhead presses, by practicing your bent over rows, by changing up how you're doing your loaded carries, suitcase style, rack style, overhead style, right? You are going to get better at these movements, which means you're going to be moving more safely in these movement patterns and therefore moving more safely and comfortably in the real world. So my overall point of this today, TLDR, is that you do not need a workout plan or program that has a brand new workout every training session for 80 days. Chances are a lot of the exercises that you are doing or the variations of exercises that you are doing in a brand new workout every single day for three months, a lot of those exercises are probably not even really targeting you or actually challenging you and your body in a way that's going to overall be beneficial to you. So if you feel, if you're working with a coach or you're working with in a group fitness program and you feel like, like oh, I'm doing push-ups again. Yeah, you're doing push-ups again. Because you know what? You can always do something to get better or be more challenged with a push-up. Maybe you're decreasing the incline you're on. Maybe you are working on your tempo. Maybe you're increasing your range of motion. Okay. So if you need any help or support with designing a program where you are constantly, where you're challenged and not so much entertained and where you are still making progress to your goals, um, I highly recommend that you find a coach who has this kind of philosophy. And I know that in the fitness space, this can be really hard because a lot of trainers are, feel the pressure to entertain in order to bring people into them, right? Um, so make sure when you are hiring a coach, when you are joining um, a, a, a group fitness program, anything like that, that some of the questions you'll ask are what does, like what kind of movement patterns do you use? You can, you know, knock your trainer's socks off in the interview. You know, what kind of 
um, how will you progressively overload me to make sure I'm making progress? What are your, um, what's your philosophy on getting stronger? Um, what kind of assessments will you be doing with me to make sure that I'm moving as safely as possible, right? So these are just some tips from, for, from me to you. Um, but overall, you do not need a fancy entertainment-based fitness program to avoid plateaus or to confuse your muscles. What you do need, in my opinion, is a program that is designed for your goals, that meets you where you're at, and takes time to give you practice with those big six movement patterns while gradually challenging you in a safe way so that you always make progress. So I'm always here to answer your questions. You can find all of our contact information in the show notes. And I love to talk about progressive overload and the big six movement patterns. So I hope this was helpful for you and looking forward to chatting with you in the next episode of the Strong and Simple podcast. This has been an episode of the Strong and Simple podcast. If you'd like to learn more about any of the topics we've discussed or about any of our guests, please make sure that you visit us on Instagram at Strong and Simple Podcast. And if there's ever any topics, questions, concerns, anything that you would like to suggest to us, please feel free to email us at Strong and Simple Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. content of this podcast represents the views and opinions of Michelle Farrell, Marissa Zabo, and their guests, and is not intended to be individualized advice or recommendations. Nothing in this episode is to be construed as medical advice or to substitute for individualized fitness or nutrition advice. Always consult with the appropriate professional for your own needs.